You are listening to Unfiltered with D and G. On the headline is, should Father's Day be banned because it's disrespectful to single mothers and same-sex couples? That's <laughs> why they have Mother's Day. They want to ban Father's Day. <laughs> And now it's not even Merry Christmas. It's Happy Holidays. It's Happy Holidays. You're, you're, people are offended. Yeah. That's the reason I don't discount that there is a higher power out there because where did we come from? Well, I came from my dad's penis. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. People will fight about everything. Right, right. If you were to discover that your closest friend Uh-oh. was a heroin dealer, nice. what would you do? Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back. You are listening to Unfiltered with DNG, as in Dan and George. I am George, and this is my co-host Dan. And welcome to another episode, buddy. Yes, sir. Mmm. Oh, that's delicious. So, what are we in our third season? Yes, yeah, season three. It's pretty impressive. I don't know what episode this is going to be, but I, we've been we've been uh, slacking actually. We probably mm. missed a couple of Wednesdays. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah, we're gonna get back on track. Yeah, you know, life. Yeah, shit happens. Been busy. No, it yeah, happens. They get, they get hard to uh, to keep up with. It kind of does. Even if it's just once a week. Right? It is, it is difficult. Life life is crazy. What have you been doing to occupy your time? Nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> come on. We, we have new ventures. <clears throat> yeah. So Dan and I have started driving for Uber and, and Lyft. Lyft. And Lyft. Yeah. So I downloaded both. Just I was just curious to see what the difference was between two. I, and I've had, the, I've had the Uber app for like the longest time. How long have you had it? Probably like since its inception, right? Like probably ten years ago or whatever. No, I like probably two years. Oh, okay. I just because I as a driver or yeah, a user though. Both. I mean. Oh, okay. Well, one the first app I downloaded was the user one because I actually did use Uber a couple right. of times a couple of years ago. That was about when you downloaded the app. That's when I downloaded the Rider app. Oh, okay. But then I downloaded the Driver app shortly after. Oh, okay. Just because I, I was curious, and then. I did more research and I had a, I had my Mustang at the time and it was a two door and, you yeah. know, and it, they, they don't allow two doors. Right. I, uh, I always was fascinated with the idea of Ubering or, uh, you know, just the whole ride share, you know, thing going on. Right. But my truck was way too old and it was considered a two door and it was older than the, uh, the 10 years they allow yeah, I you. I think to, it's 15 for, for, well, it was, I, last I looked, it was 10 years oh, on Uber and I think, uh, I think Lyft gave like 14 years or something okay. like that. It was, it was close. The age of the car, by the way, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And uh, for my, my vehicle was 22 years old. So, I mean, even back then it was still past its prime, but it was a two door. Yeah. So I didn't have the uh, opportunity to, to do either one. And so, you know, I always said when I get a new vehicle, uh, I want to try it. I want to see what it, this is all about. And it, it, can it be profitable? Yeah. That was my biggest thing. Right, right. And uh, so two months ago, three months ago, I got a new vehicle. Two months ago, I started. Uh, to do a little Ubering on the side. And uh, I don't necessarily think it's uh, tremendously profitable because I drive a truck, right? a lot of gas money. And, you know, I do uh, want to keep it clean for my my guests, I guess. Right, right. So in a sense, you know, I spend a lot of money cleaning it, a lot of time and effort and the gas. And in my experiences, I know you're doing a little bit differently. You're doing more nights maybe than yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing more days. Yeah. And people really don't tip, you know, mm-hmm. and... Generally, yeah, for the My most part, they don't. I would say 20%, you know, one out of five drivers or uh, guests or ride shares or whatever are, are leaving a tip. Yeah. And uh, and that's good. And it helps to make it a little bit, you know, uh, 
affordable, I guess. If everyone were to tip, it'd be affordable and it would be worth it. And I'm not going to quit it because I kind of enjoy it. But I also, I'm the type of individual I like driving. Right. I don't mind. I, I enjoy a nice sunny day and I'm out driving and, and you know, I do my errands when yeah. I can and I actually enjoy it. It's, I wouldn't say therapeutic because there have been <laughs> stressful days and yeah. we might get into some of our yeah. top stories that, uh, you know, that, that makes it a little bit stressful maybe, yeah. you yeah. know, but at the same time, I mean, you know, you make a little money. It's not a lot. I don't know how someone can do it full time for, for a long period of time. You know, I, I can't imagine replacing my job or that income full time, but it's somewhat uh, appealing. I, I see the appeal. If I was a teenager, I would not get a job and yeah. I would I would totally Uber for the right. amount of money that, you know, they kind of want to make. Well, for sure. Yeah. Well, like if I, 100%. If, if they had this in my 20s. That's it. I'd be, this is all I'd be doing. Same here. Yeah. I, I would have grew up uh, with the Ubering lifestyle yeah. and I never would have had a job. Right. I'd have my own business and I probably would have ventured in, and done other kind of entrepreneurial businesses. Ventures, yeah. Yeah. Instead of having a job. Right. right? But when you're 50. And you, you want to replace an income. I, I don't see that necessarily in my uh, life's life, uh, you know, goal. But, right. you know, it is nice to think you could it's a good replace. Backup. It is a good backup because yeah. there's always a way to make money in this world. Right. But again, you drive a more economical vehicle than my truck. You're going to always profit more than I'm going to. But again, you know, like we've talked previously, uh, I think I'm always going to stick with a truck because I enjoy the, the larger vehicle. I'm more comfortable and I enjoy. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I enjoy driving, though, because I like driving my truck. <laughs> and that's why life's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, well, <laughs> he got me there. All right. He got me a little zinger back in the past. No, no. It, it is true. Life, it, to me, I think is uh, very pricey, but it's what we make of it. Right. You know, I get it. You know, you can cut corners, but if you want to enjoy driving, like, for instance, I enjoy driving a truck. So I don't have two vehicles because life is pricey. Uh, so the vehicle I choose to drive, uh, you know, to to uh, do a ride share is going to be a little less uh, profitable. Right, right. Right. Less gas. And right. Or, well, it's not it's not what you got the vehicle for. Right. You know, it's, if you got the vehicle, vehicle. you got the vehicle for you. Right. And, and right. you're doing the, the ride share as a secondary idea yeah, right yeah. i mean if i but you know if pri if life was affordable i would have a second vehicle only to uh to lift but i i'm still comfortable in a larger vehicle and i you know i enjoy that's part of the appeal of of lit or i'm sorry uber is that i enjoy driving right. because i enjoy driving my vehicle mm. that's the thing yeah, yeah um and i feel safer and you know every single one of my my uh, customers, in a sense, have commented, wow, you know, this is great. And I'm always thinking in the back of my head, wow, I'm going to give a tip. And I don't. And it's frustrating. They're wow. happy with the service, the, the, the speed, the efficiency, the safety, the comfort, the cleanliness. The conversation, if needed, everything, and then they don't tip. So, well, we live on the tips. See, I, yeah, I mean, granted, the tips are, are great for me. I, I actually enjoy driving people. It's weird. I hate driving myself. I hate driving in traffic. I'm, I'm always in my head, going, just screaming at people in my head. You know, what are you doing? Why are you going so slow? Nice blinker, blah blah blah. But when I have so, when I have a passenger, and obviously, I'm, I'm getting paid to be driving them somewhere. And I, I want them to relax and I'm not driving crazy. I'm not taking fast turns. I'm not, you know, speeding down, which I normally do. But when I'm driving someone, I, I feel like I'm like, I don't know, provide like obviously I'm providing a service, but I, hmm. I, I enjoy doing that. Like, I think I was a chauffeur or something in my past life. I can see that. I mean, or, I, I you know, the same taxi kind of driver feeling. maybe, or, yeah. but uh, I actually enjoy having someone in my car, even though, even though I'm not talking to them. You don't mind the, I, I don't the mind, service. Yeah, I don't mind driving someone around. 
You know, I, I don't even know. I'm so out of the loop, maybe because I'm 50 now and, and I don't talk to a lot of people these days. But I, I assume Ubering is, you know, for teenagers, I guess, or younger adults or people who just can't get a job. I mean, I don't I don't know, but I, I don't I view it as it's kind of cool. I mean, it doesn't bother me and I've never Ubered as a customer. Right. But I see the value in it that it's really kind of cool at, at your phone. You have an app and. And you can just get a ride at right. any time. And it's probably more affordable than owning a vehicle well, when, yeah, when it I, comes to the gas and the maintenance and, absolutely. The, and I, the payment. You know? I calculated the other day, like, if it was just my car payment, I could Uber every day for 12. If I could spend $12 every day on an Uber and and it'd just be my car payment. Let alone gas and so, maintenance so, and insurance so, yeah, and minus, registration. Exactly. Minus yeah. all that, it's it, it would be cheaper for, for me to Uber. If if I just needed a ride that took me twelve dollars a day, a day, you yeah. know what I mean, like, and that that takes you far actually. A twelve dollar ride yeah. would probably take you like ten miles, probably six ten miles, maybe. Yeah, I would say that. I mean, I I feel I've driven people three, four, five miles in one direction, and it was only like three dollars yeah. eighty nine cents. Like you get the three dollars, right? Yeah, it costs them I, oh, probably that's six. True. Oh, okay. It, it costs them six that's or, or seven. That's a good point. Yeah, but you only get three something. That's a good point. I never. I don't know what it costs them. I yeah. just know what I get paid. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's, it's definitely more. Wow, that Uber guy is making a lot of money. Meaning the company. Oh, they will, uh, for sure. Because they don't. It doesn't cost them anything. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure they have a big, huge building full of people. Oh, that's true. I mean, I mean, they have expenses. Yeah, they have I expenses mean, and servers and and techs. Wouldn't and, it be something if they had like three people in an office? Just one that, guy, yeah. in his basement. That's it. With one computer at his house. At his <laughs> and he just figured it out. Like, yeah. I make an app, and, and you guys pay me. Yeah, and he just puts in his bank uh, account, and, and his bank account is just constantly rolling. Right, when you, you know? look at it, yeah, it never ends. <laughs> it's just like a time clock. Just, oh, wow, it's just yeah. profits. But, well, that's how some apps are. Like one person could build an app and if it's not too complicated and it's something people use all the time or, or it's a subscription people don't mind paying, it could yeah. possibly be one person. Right, and it's literally. Just, and literally one person because and they might need to do an update now and then because, I don't know, because maybe the phone's updated and then they need sure. to fix something. But, but other than that, yeah. It's it, apps are sometimes that's the future. That, well, yeah, everything's I mean, an app now. Everything's an app. It's crazy, but it's it's great. So what I like about Uber and Lyft is you can start anytime you want and stop anytime you want. Right. I'm not doing anything right now. It's eight o'clock at night. I'm gonna go Uber and for an hour and make fifty hour. bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, I'm hooked, and it, it is somewhat exciting, and yet for those adrenaline junkies or gambling junkies, because <laughs> you never know when you go to pick up someone, where you're going to go, and how right. much you're going to make, and yeah. are they going to tip, and and maybe even just the type of person you're going to pick up. Right. Are they a nut? Are they crazy? Are they yeah. sexy? Are they homeless? Or, I mean, is it a man? Is it a woman? You know, we've, we've already experienced, like, just so many different uh, clients in a sense, right. you know? Right, right, right. Do, do you know of any that stick out in your head that are just nuts? <laughs> okay, so I had uh, I had one finally uh and this guy was crazy from the start i i get there and every time i get to a location i go i ask their name you know hi are you john or yeah or i just say john because they they pretty much they know through the app they know what your car looks like and then on lyft they actually know what you look like i think in uber they know what you look like too because you're, you're you take a on, photo yeah, yeah. You take a photo so i'm pretty sure on both apps they know what you look like and they definitely know what your vehicle looks like so for the most part, every time I pick someone up, they're looking at their phone and then then they're looking up. Ninety nine percent of the time, the person starts walking up to my car. Right. And so I just you know I just yell out their name like John, Mike, Cindy. Yeah. And then they go yeah. And then I, I you, you know, feel a little bit better, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah, the right sure. person. Anyway, 
I don't exactly remember the name, but it's, I want to say Defon. I think that's his name. (laughs) Defon? Yeah. That's a a weird name. D-A-F-A-W-N. Oh, wow. So I I, I pull up and I go, hi, Defon. And this guy kind of just looks at me and he goes, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And and he just kind of stands there and then he looks around and I'm just looking at him like, okay, is he going to get in? All right. But he doesn't. He he kind of turns back towards his apartment. This is an apartment complex. He turns back towards his apartment complex, starts walking towards his apartment, and then stops and then turns around and then looks at me. And I'm looking at him. <laughs> You're looking at me. You're looking at him. <laughs> I'm looking, looking at, at you. And, and I'm like, you still want to ride? And then he turns around. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. He turns around, goes into his apartment. And for about two minutes, he's in there. And I'm like looking at the app. And the app does say waiting time. So Lyft and Uber have kind of similar you know things and and they have different things anyway on lyft almost always there's a waiting period for when the customer or your your ride has time to come out of their apartment or workplace anyway the time's still going so i'm like okay well i'm just gonna wait till this time runs out and then i can cancel after the time runs out without penalties right because if you cancel a ride it kind of goes against your your stats or whatever. Yeah, your little scorecard. Yeah, your little scorecard. Anyway, so the time's still going. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm just going to wait for him, I guess. This is going to be one of those weird rides. He comes out with two garbage bags of clothes. And so I get out, and I'm opening the trunk because I'm assuming he's going to take this to wherever he's going. Maybe it's laundry day. I'm not sure. <laughs> he, he puts it in my trunk, and uh, he just stands there staring in the trunk at the two bags. And I go... So are we going? <laughs> still doesn't say anything. And then uh, I go, how much more do you got? And he doesn't. He still doesn't say anything. And now I'm weirded out. Right. Because this guy is, and I guess let me explain. <laughs> He's got tats all over his arms. He's, he looks like he just got out of prison. Yeah. And, but, but he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> But he just does. He, he looks like he just got out of prison. And obviously, either mentally uh, yeah. out there or just on drugs. Yeah, either mentally unstable or yeah. something. But he definitely has an issue. Yeah, he definitely has issues. So he stands there, and I'm like, "How much more stuff do you got?" And then he grabs the two bags again and takes them out of my trunk. And then he just stands there, and That's I go, "Creepy." Yeah, and I go, "Okay, are we not going?" And then he goes, "I got to go to the bridge." And then he puts the bags back into the trunk. Mm. And now I'm freaking out because he turns back, goes back to his apartment. Long story short, my, my trunk is practically full of bags because he's been going in and out, putting in bags of, of clothing and stuff. <laughs> moving them. Yeah. In my mind, I'm, I'm figuring out he's moving out. Like they either kicked him out of his apartment yeah. or he's just moving somewhere. or now, Garbage bags, now, not even luggage. Yeah, garbage bags. And he's got this box of fruit and now it's in the back seat and like his kitchen supplies and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. I didn't I didn't sign up to move someone. Right. And it's already been like fifteen minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So I'm I'm already waiting fifteen minutes for probably like a four or five dollar ride. Right. Okay. So he goes back in and it's probably three minutes and I decide I'm done. That's it. Yeah. My job's worth it. I I took everything out of my car and put it back onto the, like this, that there's an apartment building, his apartment building's right there. And then the curb is right there. Yeah. And so I just put all this stuff on the curb 
And I got in my car and just took off. And I canceled the ride. Did he ever make a comment? No. And, uh, wouldn't that have been funny if he gave you one star? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lowered your rate? I would be like, uh, I mean, I wouldn't have minded because... You wouldn't that, even care. That, I mean, yeah, those mean nothing really in those stars. Yeah, those stars... It really I mean, doesn't mean anything. But it could have been worse. Like, he, Oh, yeah. I, I feel like he could have maybe murdered me. Right. And now his, my car is his home. Right. You know what he, I mean? Yeah. Or what he, if you would have taken him and he doesn't want to get out? Right. And it's like, you don't want this person in your car. Right. That's why I, I strictly do days and I don't have those problems. I But I do have one story where um, you know I, I do drive a truck and I, I pulled up on on a, a fare I guess you call it and uh, it was a, a gentleman he had a handicap in a wheelchair and he was moving out of a an apartment mm-hmm. a motel basically it was a motel and moving into another motel and he had some type of an assistance obviously it was at state mm. or city or some somebody but the guy right away warns me, hey, this guy's going to want to take you to other places. Just take him directly from the app. And I go, of course, you know, I'm just going to the destination yeah. and I'm chauffeuring this guy around. Right, right. However, we loaded up my flatbed with all his shit. And I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. Like, because right away, I'm like, I'm not a mover. Yeah. I mean, I want to pick this guy up, go and, and so forth. Uh, just so happens I had to drive this guy 25 miles. I, I helped load the tr- my truck, help unload the truck. And when it was all said and done, I didn't even get a tip. And and that's where I was like a little annoyed because I think it was the state doing right. the app. Sure. I don't think it was on this guy. Right. And the fucking whoever was paying the app didn't even tip. And and they knew this guy was high maintenance. He he, he was a handful. I mean, I have to help him get into the truck, get yeah. out of the truck, fold up his wheelchair, everything. And it, it was one of those, you know, it, it, 25 miles, you still get like $22 or whatever it yeah. was. But not even a tip. And yet I felt like I moved this man. Right. Like I was a mover. Yeah. And putting up with all his fucking antics and, you know, listening to his bullshit. And I really, I mean, I could never throw him out of the vehicle, oh, but sure, he was yeah. annoying as fuck. And, he, you know, it just so happens, you know, I'm going 25 miles or whatever it was. It was ridiculous, you know, and not even a tip. Yeah. And I, I felt so unappreciative <laughs> and yet so used and abused because they're they're moving this person. <laughs> right. It's like, come on, man. You know, when you're, you're, you're you know, taking an individual, you're not moving his, all his property. Right. It's like, I'm not a moving man for $22. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Right, you know, right. I was a little annoyed by that. Yeah. So, you know, you live and learn, you know. I don't expect tips anymore. I think it just it just disappoints you. It does. It does. So, uh, I agree with that. I don't expect, but yeah. when people do tip and you get like two or three tips in a row, then you start expecting it and yeah. then you let down. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. I know it's there, a bonus. There's some people that tip well that kind of make up for They offset the bad yeah, tippers. Yeah, I, know, I, I know. And then sometimes I don't expect a tip from someone and they, they tip anyway because right. their ride was like, it's probably like five dollars for them to it cost them five dollars i get three right. and then they tip me three so it costed like they're tipping like more than 50 percent yeah i get that and, and it's yeah. like wow that's i mean i feel i'm grateful but i'm like sometimes i'm driving uh someone that i just picked up from kfc obviously yeah. they work there and they're working for minimum wage and they're they only live three miles away but they don't want to walk at night sure so i drive them there it cost them probably five six dollars but then they tip me three and it's like well, and, uh, that's know, respectable. No, I mean, but I mean, I don't, I, I don't mind. I, well, I mean, even a dollar, just a dollar would yeah, be nice. I mean, well, just say I thank you. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I don't expect, I don't expect it. I don't expect it. To. I don't expect it, but it is appreciated. But I do believe when you're driving 30 minutes, 40 minutes, you're waiting 10 or 20 minutes on them, whatever the case is. I mean, they could throw you a bone, but get a load of this cocksucker. This is, get a load of this. This is, this one annoyed me the most so far. I, uh, I went out of my way, of course, uh, five, six, seven miles out of my way. I pick up a guy downtown. And he has to go to the airport on the way to the airport. You know, he, he says, uh, are you allowed to take tips? Mm-hmm. And I said, of course. And he goes, well, I'm going to give you twenty dollars. 
Mm. And I'm like, that would make my day. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. $20. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, a mile down the road, you know, a few minutes, he goes, I don't have any cash. <laughs> I said, well, okay. I think you can tip on the app, yeah. you know, and I yeah. you know, greatly appreciate it. Thank you. So when it's all said and done, this fucking guy never even tipped. But I, he didn't tip anything. But I felt like such a fucking piece of shit because I, I felt it. Like I was so angry that this guy, because he made me believe this whole trip, he's going to tip me twenty dollars. You know, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, zeros. Yeah, I know what George is going to say. <laughs> That's karma. Karma finally hit me. Karma finally hit me. I know. I know. George can tell you a story real quick. I already told it on another, on another podcast. Yeah, but you got to tell but, it again. But for those of you who haven't heard, this is absolute karma. When <laughs> I knew you were thinking that. <laughs> I knew it. When we were playing roulette one time, and Dan goes, "If it hits zero again, I'm going to take care of you guys." Back to back, back to back, and of course, miraculously, zero hit back to back. And Dan just took his chips and took off. Well, I was in the hole, and they were pricks. Oh. But, you know. <laughs> Karma finally hit me thirty years later. <laughs> that had to, that was in the tent. That was Sandy yeah. tent. Yeah, I remember back, that. That was that, way back. That then. had to be in '94, '95. Oh, yeah, I still remember. Yeah, I remember that. Because what of you vividly? <laughs> because it hit back to back. <laughs> Nobody would ever believe that story unless you were there with me i'll take care of you that's a good story though you gotta admit i can still see the dealer's faces so happy when zero hit and they were cheering like oh my god it hit we're gonna get taken care of (laughs) no well, I was really. young and, yeah, well karma hit me on this one I, I feel that that was it it finally paid off 30 years later but the way he did it it's like, <laughs> like was, it, was it the way you did it but yeah probably but but he was so good and he made me like alright this guy's awesome you know and he didn't tell me shit and I you know I treated him so great man I mean, you might as well have given him a back rub you know <laughs> I was like five star treatment and he didn't even tell me a dollar I mean but the way he pulled it and he's traveling I'm like man in my head I'm like you don't have any cash <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, who travels with zero cash? Uh, you probably did. Oh, I know, I know. He played me. He probably it was has, funny though. He probably carries hundreds. He didn't have change for a hundred. Yeah. So, but it was funny the way he did it. He played it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want to give you twenty. Oh, I don't have twenty bucks. Oh, no. But the way he did it, it was like, I, I, and I knew it driving. I'm like this fucking guy. But you know, I don't know. Maybe it would have made my day. You know, and, and yet he played me perfectly. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, the back-to-back zeros. <laughs> I'll take care of you. Oh, what are the chances? Oh, that was beautiful, beautiful shit. Uh, anyway, wow. I had I had one guy that I picked up from Walmart. He's one of those guys that does portraits or whatever. Photographs or the drawings or something? No, uh, photographs. He does like the backgrounds. I'm not exactly sure what he did, but he goes from Walmart to Walmart, city to city. And I, he does something with the portraits. I, I'm, like I'm the not, backdrops? I think so, yeah. Oh, it's where when carrying, they take the yeah, photo. because he was carrying a box with stuff. And, oh, that's cool. And like photos and I guess examples or whatever. Anyway, he gets in the car and he goes, oh, God, I can't wait to get to my hotel room and smoke a bowl. <laughs> These fucking people in El Paso are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, sir, I live here. <laughs> and it's like, he's, he's talking to a guy that's driving him in El Paso, who obviously lives in El Paso. Uh, and it's like, insulting you. Yeah, he's just insulting you. But, but you know, me, I'm like, yeah, these people, uh, they're, they're kind of, they're crazy. Uh, and then he's funny. just going off on El Paso. And I'm just, you know, and I, I got to be nice to everybody because you never know who's um, going to tip. Who's going to tip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, 
I think I, I don't even remember if he did or not. I, I, I don't even pay attention anymore. I, I get what I get, you know? You oh, just, I know, you know. I know. You, you, just, you treat everyone the same. I, I, I've gotten actually tipped the biggest and the most from people I didn't even expect. It. Right, exactly. I'm like, I didn't talk to them. They don't talk to me. You, you get the idea of who wants to chat and who doesn't. Yeah. And then some of the people, I think they tip because you didn't chat with them. Exactly. It's like, I think that's just, what happened to this one lady. I think so. It's like, you know what? He, he left me alone. I'm going to tip him for that professionalism right. as opposed to an, uh, just chatting my ear off, you mm-hmm. know? Because uh, I picked up, I swear to God, I picked up some hookers. I picked up uh, pretty much escorts, everything, escorts, yeah. uh, you know, everything. And and some of them were very good looking. I didn't, I just treated them like, you know, like I didn't even talk to them. Really. Yeah. It's like, they want to talk, I'll talk. Right. But I do that with everybody. I, I picked up two homeless guys. And uh, you know, I have to admit, right after that, I had to air out my vehicle. I thought yeah. they stunk like shit <laughs> from smoke and BO to everything. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, But they were nice guys. I mean, uh uh, they didn't tip me either, and I wasn't expecting a tip. But uh, at the same time, I mean, they were nice. But I, I was a little, I was a little uneasy when I first picked them up. I thought, what if they don't want to get out of the vehicle? Right. I mean, I don't, I don't it's carry like a gun we with found me. Their new home. Yeah. Well, or they murder me. I mean, I don't know. But luckily, I, I, I really only have driven uh, in, in the nighttime just one time, and it happened to be raining, and I just had a bad uh, feel that whole night because I, I think my eyes are going. I, I'm not seeing very good at night. But when you have to go to an address, I can't see addresses. Yeah. Yeah. I need a spotlight. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. where the hell I'm at. I'm relying on the app and I, I just prefer a nice sunny day and, 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 and I enjoy it. Yeah. I actually enjoy it. Right. And once the traffic starts pull, pulling up around three thirty four PM, I'm, I'm like kind of checking out. Well, that's, that's what's great about the app. That's what's yeah. great about this whole idea of yeah. rideshare. Or, I mean, you, I enjoy you doing the rideshare is, is you, you do it when you want to do it. It's like if you don't feel yeah. comfortable driving in the rain, you don't drive. Right. But I, I actually enjoy the, uh, I would say noon to three. That's probably my yeah. peak hours. And I, I but I don't even, uh, I don't find it as work. I'm just doing errands, but my errands are picking up people and dropping them off. Yeah. You know? um, but I, I got caught in rush hour traffic. I got, I did, uh, like I said, the one rainy night and, uh, you know, I just uh, I have a hard time. Like sometimes the app to me isn't 100 percent accurate mm. uh, or it tells me where I'm going to go. But there's a wall or a building like, you know, what pisses me off is apartment complexes. It'll just tell me the address. But yeah. then it's a huge complex. I don't know where I'm picking these people up. I don't know what they look like. You know, it's like at least walk to the front. Yeah. You know, I'll come to the end. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? You moron? <laughs> the end is where what is the end? <laughs> it's a circle. Right, right. <laughs> is there an end in a circle? You know what right. I mean? If it's a circular kind of come to the end. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, but I I still enjoy it. And it is with 100 uh, percent good for storytelling. Oh, absolutely. Because it is living life to a weirdness of stories, you know? Yeah. It's weird in an addictive way. It's almost like roulette where you don't know what number you're going to land on yeah. and how much you're going to get. Exactly. So it's it's but like, it, are you going to get a great fare or are you going to get a shitty fare? But, I mean, yeah. uh, but the only difference is, you know, you're always going to get a fare. You're always winning. You're always winning. It's not where you take a yeah, beating. Right. But yeah. uh, so far, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so far. So far, I've actually, you know, because my, my, my car is economical and I've actually profited quite a bit. And then especially with the bonuses starting off, I'm, I'm making yeah. more money now while I'm starting. But once once all the bonuses leave as a new driver, then I'll, I'll truly see how much I'm going to be making per week. But you're also riding, you're driving a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's driving, not like you're only doing an hour a day. Right, right. So, yeah, I'll, I'll probably start like around seven and I'll, I'll end like around 11 or 12. So you're doing four to five hours four a night. Four five hours a night, yeah. I've only done maybe two shifts for like five to six hours. The rest of mine are two to three hours, yeah. usually about the two and a half mark. Uh, so I, I keep it short. I don't get burnt out. And it's somewhat enjoyable, but I'm doing like three to five. Usually I would say actually four to five 
fares, mm-hmm. you know, within a two and a half hour period based on where they're driving. I pr- could probably do more, but, you know, it's just based on my, the schedule and everything. Yeah. So one thing I was going to ask you, uh, have you added cameras to your vehicle? I have not. Or are you thinking about it? I did think about it. And I looked through Amazon and there's just one $80 one and there's one oh. $150, $150 one. And I'm like, the $150 one has like four and a half stars with like 20,000 reviews. So obviously that's the camera to get, but do I really need one? And I go on YouTube and, and everyone always says, camera, you have to have a camera because you never know what's gonna happen. You're always protected that way, both from the traffic and from your passengers. So, but then <clears throat> there's also some passengers that are like, uncomfortable because there is a camera so i don't know i i, I, I want one I, of those mini lipstick cameras where they don't even know it's there i don't yeah. want a big old monitor where they see it yeah yeah but i don't know i i, I don't I'm think thinking about it myself i don't think i need it but it's one of those things like a like a gun you know it's better to have exactly it, better to have it not, not need it, it than to need it and not have yeah. it but i am thinking about it but i don't want it like a monitor where the 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 uh person i'm driving sees it i just want something that's recording in case of you know if i'm attacked or someone claims oh he raped me or something so well it's recorded right (laughs) you know and then i would sue them kind of attitude (laughs) like uh you know you know what i'm saying like you know when it comes to lawsuits you know something in social media that's uh i'm fascinated with and what's going on right now is the johnny depp trial oh i i'm loving all the videos that these people have made so far i'm loving it as well i mean have you been following it I'm not really following it I, other than the other than the memes and the videos that people make but you know he's suing uh his ex-wife right. amber heard for uh, uh, defamation of character yeah, yeah. and it, it sounds like he's winning i don't think there was a you know any kind of uh you know a verdict yet yeah well i think but it's it was public just, appeal yeah because it was really just, good it was his he went first his his what do you call it testimony went first and but so he's he, suing her still yeah he's uh, suing he her brought still the lawsuit so now it's her turn so now everyone's you know so far we've only got Johnny Depp side right and at this point now it's her side that we're going to be listening to or hearing from or whatever but from public opinion it looks like everyone's in favor of Johnny Depp yeah because she she came out you know a lot of uh things she lied about a lot of things and yeah you know he paid her off 15 million or something silly and then he's you know his career was kind of on the downslope because of that a lot of a lot of studios didn't want to work with him right and so now he's back on he'll be back on top but you know he was still worth like 300 million dollars if not more sure he's he wasn't he wasn't starving and he does look a little chunky in some of his videos (laughs) yeah he's eating well (laughs) (laughs) he's eating so but i mean uh it's funny that for him to sue her financially, he deserves it. But I'm all in favor of it because I think, you know, too many men get, uh, you know, penalized in a sense in the eyes of the, you know, of the world or whatever, right. public opinion. You know, when a woman claims uh, an assault or a battery, whatever. Right. And right away, everyone just believes her. Sure. And this is going to be a great case for men. This is a man's victory. Right. When it when it's proven that the woman is a fucking toxic bitch who lied and to, to ruin a man and his reputation. So right. I'm all in favor. I stand with Johnny Depp. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like you said, every, everyone always sides with the woman. Because, because history generally has proven that most of the time they are right. But it, everyone shouldn't jump to that conclusion as fast as they've been. So there's always that. Yeah. I, I, uh, all I'm saying is that it, I feel... It's a wonderful that a rich millionaire is fighting for his reputation reputation yeah. Yeah. and that I, I love it. I absolutely love it because, you know, again, he's he's just fighting to prove uh, the world and basically to his child. I didn't do any of the shit that this yeah. woman's claiming yeah. and I'll fight for my innocence. And I love it. And, you know, the fact that he brought the suit. I love it. I well, think it's wonderful. I, I don't know if if it's because she has a shitty lawyer, <laughs> but 
it's not helping. It's definitely not helping her having this particular lawyer. I mean, there was one video where he objected to his own questioning. Like, I think he had his, his own witness up there and, and he asked the question and his uh his witness was is starting to say something he goes objection hearsay and then the, ju- even, the even the judge had to say it's your question <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see you know I, I don't know why some trials don't have cameras in it and this trial obviously does because we're seeing all this footage and sometimes right. it's even live but this this trial is obviously pretty public and uh we're seeing every single step of the way and I mean, uh, Johnny Depp and his lawyers are kind of laughing on the side when this guy starts doing stuff like that. And it, it just doesn't make this guy look good at all. Yeah. Her, her lawyers are just terrible. But I mean, Johnny Depp's got to have the best lawyers in the country. You, well, know? you would think she would, too, because I mean, she's got some money and she's risking to lose a lot of money. Right, exactly. So you would maybe, think maybe she just she was skipping on the, the quality of the attorney because she was, she was trying to save money. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, I'm happy for Johnny Depp. So far, it seems to be in his favor, and we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah. you know, I kind of want to keep on that. Next story, uh, something I, I got to bring up. It, it just sounds crazy. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, but recently Dave Chappelle was attacked on oh, stage. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. During a, during, see that. during a performance. And what I would crack me up, uh, you know, I saw Chris Rock's, he quoted, he said, was that Will Smith? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah. it was kind of funny. But it was crazy. Like, it's crazy to me that someone got that close because you would think, you would think. there was security kind of at least by the stage for someone to get that close to be able to tackle him down. But in all honesty, if you're willing to trade your life for somebody, I mean, you're going to get through regardless. Yeah, you know, if he so. wants to attack, anyone can find that opportunity. Most people who are doing security at those places, they're not fucking they're not trained. They're not, yeah, they're not expecting anyone to do something crazy. Right, right. They're not uh, highly trained individuals to take down. Come on. They're I, people who I, just I, get yeah. hired but I bet for you, event security. I guarantee you they are now. I don't know. Well, uh, he maybe, maybe so. I but so. I bet Dave Chappelle will hire some right. extra. Absolutely. Or he won't hire. He'll provide in his contract and right. say, I need proper security. Right, right. Because I'm going to get crazy now. <laughs> you know right. what I mean, though? Oh, yeah, for sure. But I saw, I tried to see a little bit of the video. And it was kind of hard to see on what I was looking at. But regardless, someone got to him. But again, if you're a nut, if you're a nutbag and you want to kill anybody yeah. from a comedian to, to a politician, it can be done yeah, if you're yeah. crazy enough to For do sure. it. But the guy got caught, obviously got taken down. Well, but, he, was, he got slot. I think he was, <clears throat> he, he tripped himself. He himself tripped. Oh, did it? Yeah. Like, he was uh, drunk or on high or what? Maybe. But uh, if, if he were a trained killer and he was... Uh, good at his job he would have been able to kill him well i don't know if he was trying to kill him well he did didn't he, he had a knife on him i don't know i don't know yeah, what happened that, on that from, uh, from what i hear he had a knife so he did have a weapon yeah but but when he got there when he got up to the stage he kind of tried to tackle him and dave Chappelle kind of sidestepped a little you know reflex yeah and the guy who kind of tripped and fell and i awesome. guess security was able to take him from there but like i said if if he wasn't as sloppy as he was, I think he could have got. He could have done some damage yeah, to Dave Chappelle. That would have been sad. Again, I, I, I and he continued to show. Yeah, I mean, that's a true. That's you know, a Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's a that's a true. But you have so many people in the audience, you're going to continue, right, right? And he didn't really, you know, he didn't do any like real damage to him, right? Right. right. So I mean, that's you know. But again, it's like a Chris Rock thing during the during the Oscars. He gets slapped, but he continues with the show and sure. he takes it like a man. But that's different because it's like a, another. It's like you or someone you know from work coming up to you and slapping you, as opposed to you're just at work and someone attacked you from nowhere. I, I think you would be kind of shooken up a little bit. Like I, I could have just died. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
and and i don't know maybe maybe you just take the rest of the day off or go in your office and just kind of calm down for a little bit but you just stayed up there and finished the show which it's impressive it is impressive but again i don't know it's kind of nuts i mean just the fact that people feel that they can do it and ever since the chris rock thing during the uh the awards you know comedians have said you know, without uh, Will Smith getting arrested or escorted out, mm-hmm. it's giving people this uh, uh, belief that anyone can just come up and do whatever they want. And I'm not saying one has anything to do with the other, but what are the, you know. Yeah, what are the, what are the odds that uh, yeah, this Yeah, now ha- suddenly things right. are happening. So right. now when a comedian, it, it's almost like you can make a name for yourself. Good, it's not a good thing, but a bad way of making a name for yourself. It's kind of like a serial killer who, who wants to get caught yeah, because yeah. now he's going to be famous. You know, he'll be infamous. Right. He'll die one day and he'll be whatever. Yeah. And his his reasoning or story or whatever will become you know forever you know i, I in, think in the books it's crazy I think, I think that's what these guys are doing they're keeping a guy this guy's name a secret because i haven't heard anything who it was or, or or his photo or anything usually it's always plastered on media about you know this mugshot and and so and so is the person who attacked dave Chappelle, and then you always got his mugshot and right is all over social but media. he'll be the he'll be famous yeah but i, I don't i think they're on. doing it on purpose that they're not releasing his name and oh and, to not make them yeah, famous. all right well famous. that's what they did with the school shootings uh yeah, yeah. They no longer let the world know right. the people who they are yeah yeah because other people get created like you know they want to be famous right in a negative way it's famous for being you know a killer so i'm glad they uh they don't do that like i don't know who the, the person was that uh, committed this crime on yeah, yeah. Bell. i think they're gonna keep it that and way. i hope so i mean uh, you know we don't want to know he's just a scumbag anyway <laughs> dave Chappelle's funny man oh yeah he, no he's one of the greatest uh not only comedians, but I, I think he's one of the greatest speakers of all time. Like he just, he he's knows, a natural. Yeah, he's a natural. Everything in his brain, he knows how to deliver. You know what I mean? He doesn't, he doesn't like stutter. He doesn't pause too much. He knows what he's saying and he knows yeah. how to say it. Like yeah. he even, even the tone of his voice, he changes up yeah. and down and, and even in his pauses. Oh, he's you know great. what I mean? He's, he's got great timing and most of it might be rehearsed and, and he wrote, but he makes it sound so naturally that it doesn't even seem like it was like written. a bit yeah like a bit no i agree i think he's one of the best ever uh and and the content of what he talks about is relevant and it's 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 great it's a wide appeal everybody gets it right you know and i'm not saying he's racist but he does have a lot of racism in, in his <laughs> well, jokes yeah yeah i mean you could tell and in, in, in some of his uh bits or his stand-up he's like you know i wasn't from the hood i, I was raised with white people right you know and it's funny and it's it's you know very entertaining I honestly think he's got to be in the top 10 of best comedians of all time. Oh, absolutely. Of well, all that's, time. That's what makes him a good comedian is that he can talk about racism and make it funny and make it seem like it's not wrong. You know what I mean? Like if someone else were to say it, it could be taken the wrong way. But the way he says it, it's funny. And he says it like in a different angle. Yeah. You're not offended by the way right, he says it. Right, right. But everybody gets what he's saying. Right. I mean, but it is, I think he's very racist yeah, yeah. in a weird way. Sure. Uh, but it, I mean, because he, he's black, but he, he makes fun of black. He makes fun of everybody. He makes so, fun of everybody. It's, right. I, uh, maybe it's not racism as much as the, he does the stereotypes right. perfectly. Right, right. And, you know, if a white man were to say the same stereotypes, yes. he would seem racist. He would but be because he's racist. black, right. he gets away with it, and, uh, but right. he's perfect at it right, right. because he talks like a white man. Right. And mo- most of his acts or his bits, he's like, mm, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. he does that and it's perfect. He's right. not ghetto black. Right. There's a lot of comedians <laughs> that are ghetto black right, where right. there's no way you were raised by whites. Right. You know what I mean? They don't have the act. They're gangster kind of comedians. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, they don't yeah. come across the right. But Dave Chappelle has that wide appeal 
heel and I love it. And I, I just, I think he's hilarious. I think he's like literally the best. You know, one time I, I commented on like a video and I said something to the effect of, you can tell that this person's black just by listening to them because yeah. they have a black accent. And I do believe in general, there is like a black accent, I just mean, like there's a there's a white accent, there's a black accent, there's a Hispanic accent, English accent, English Australian accent, accent. Right. And yeah, absolutely. And I truly believe there is a black accent, just absolutely. like when when like a black comedian he imitates a different races, or, he imitates like a white person. Yeah. He he talks With whiteness. White. Yeah, he changes yeah. his like he he'll be talking a certain way, and then suddenly he'll change his accent, yeah. and and now he sounds white. So because of that there is a difference because he was talking a certain way before then he changed it because he's trying, to, he's trying to imitate a white person you know part of his because it was part of his joke sure but but then there's this comment right underneath mine that someone replied to my comment what do you mean black accent like They're haters yeah it's like these people they just these people <laughs> what you mean these people yeah, yeah, see what I mean? yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> but it's like what you just said. No, these, these people see these somebody's people. gonna comment absolutely huh. but these people in general <laughs> that think that they're deaf to races yeah, and they think they're so they're colorblind and everything's just a person yeah, you know bullshit. what i mean it, it is bullshit but even whites have our own dialect i mean i came from new york we have an accent on the east coast yeah, you have an east that's coast, just what it is white yeah, accent. and then you have a white oh, a west coast accent right so somebody in the midwest has a midwest accent right they they talk differently than east and west and you know what's the worst is southerners they're the worst. I mean, yeah. when it comes to proper English. Right, right. <laughs> and right. then I'm just talking whites. Yeah. And yet you have blacks from the south, from the north, from the west, from the probably not too far north, I guess, but from the west, maybe the southeast. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of blacks up north. I'm right. not putting that down. There's probably one or two up there. And you wouldn't know if you talk to them on the phone that they're black. Right. Because right. They're, they're assimilated into that right. it's dialogue. It's basically where you grew up. That's it. And, and it's, who, a, it's a southern, it's a region. And who you grew up with. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I'm just saying... Uh, Every, you know, it is funny, but generally, I think there is a difference between the, the language of the, the dialect, the way people Absolutely. speak. If you're in the inner cities, I mean, I think you talk differently than the uh, when you're in the urban. Or upper class. Know, upper class. Upper class. Is yeah. going to talk differently Proper English. from lower class. Proper English. Right. And they probably don't use the N-word a lot. Right. I mean, they just because they're better cultured, better <laughs> educated, whatever the case is. But I mean, wouldn't yeah. you say the same? Yeah. yeah. But I, I can clearly hear a New York accent as a oh sure and a west coast accent i could tell if there's two people talking to me i know which direction they came right right absolutely so it's very true you know and and i can probably accurately 90 percent if a person is white or if a person is black you can accurately i think so on the phone yes uh, like I, if like if sometimes i can you put 100 people on a microphone and me on the other side of the wall yeah and then each person were to talk and say a paragraph of a story i'm sure 99% of people would be able to guess what race this person is between a black person and a white person. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm not denying it. I think on the, you know, most of the time I could figure it out too on the phone. I mean, generally there's always, and there's always an outliner that, you know, somebody that sounds completely white and then they're black, yeah, but sure, that's someone sure. who's well-educated and I see that even sounds racist. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be well-educated, but generally, you know, anyone who's well-educated sounds traditionally I, I, like you no, know i have a good vocabulary well the thing is properness i, I think the <laughs> sounded really racist <laughs> it did uh, but I, I, but i think i think even like if you grew up in a black family and you're well educated but if they grew up with that black family talking a certain way that's just the accent they're gonna 
assimilate absolutely whatever you call it you know my my heritage is filipino and i probably sound like the whitest if i were to go back to the philippines you're total americanized and and open my mouth everyone would target me as a a tourist or they uh, they wouldn't say you're local exactly yeah they they would either make fun of me or take advantage of me absolutely because they know you're not local right that's it you're you you might look like them but the second you talk they know you're not local absolutely you don't have the the slang or whatever i don't have i don't have the the dialect americanized exactly well, it's no different. If I go to England, I'm white. As long as I don't talk, right. they're like, oh, you're one of us. Right. And then I say, I just open my mouth. And right. I go, well, oh, look you're at your teeth. Fucking you're American. clearly not from here. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah. second you speak, you just, you know, you give yourself yeah. away. And that's why even when you travel in the States, where you go is very important. You know, what you say, how you say it, how you act. Right. right. I mean, it, it tells you where you're from. It's very different. Seriously, I, that's the beauty of our country, uh, too, because we're so you know, really different. You know, the diversity yeah. around the country is crazy. Well, it keeps but things interesting. It can. It is what it is. <laughs> Again, uh, the Dave Chappelle attack is just insane. And I hope it doesn't happen more frequently to where people get, a, you know, attacked. What about in small comedy clubs where there's no security? Right. You might have a bouncer at the door. But anybody that wants to get to a comedian can do it. Well, comedians are going to have to start fending for themselves. All right. right. Have to start taking well, self-defense well, classes. Body armor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe now yeah. they'll, have, they'll start having metal detectors at the front at the front front door, or just put them in a cage. Oh wow! Isn't that something? <laughs> remember like, like a dancing monkey? Like uh, no, like uh, well that too. But remember uh, Roadhouse? Oh yeah, absolutely. In, in the, the screen, the, the, the stage. They were inside yeah, a cage. Basically, people are throwing they, glasses. Yeah, at them. throwing bottles and shit at them, and it's like the, the cage was protecting them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's crazy to even have those kind of podunk kind of bars where people are throwing bottles and glasses. They, you have, they have to have the band in a cage because they want the band to get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It, it's crazy that back then stuff like that existed. I bet it still happens. You, th- in, you think so? There's, there's down still, south. There's still cages. Um, I think because you're civilized and you grew up in mostly big cities. Oh, and go I down to, go down right. to the podunk fucking Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Where you, you know, I'm just telling you, I think I've, I've been well, around people and, and, and even my current company, a lot, you know, we have meetings. I meet with these Southern boys and uh, they don't take too kindly to the folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think they have like membership cards, yeah, you know, yeah. when it comes to certain, oh, for sure. I mean, I'm telling you, I think they still have those types of bars in those little backward uh, kind of cities, you know, where I'm telling you, you think there's still cages. I wouldn't be. It's not. It's a screen in front of the the bar. It's not a cage as much, but like a screen that comes down if they're throwing shit at you because you suck. You know what's? Funny? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. What's funny to me is that you, that's their solution. It's like let, let's not let in customers that do that, or let's not play the band, or let's not hire bands. But let's hire bands, and when people start getting violent, we have a screen now. That just seems funny to me. It it seems funny to me that that's the solution that they have to have is to put a a screen or well, or a, a chain link fence. Well, you would front. think if they didn't have the screen, no one would throw shit. But right. that's the problem, right, right. you know. But I, I do believe places like that probably still exist, but they're in these backward ass fucking hillbilly country uh, kind of places. I don't think in modern cities. You know, when I say modern city, big city, metropolitan, like like cultured. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like they just been, you know, it's just different though. But I bet those places still exist. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, I've been to so many little bars uh, through traveling in the years, and some are so outdated. And and the city and the the city ordinances. Do you do you know there's still dry counties? With dry county being, you can't drink. Like it's, can't, it's like prohibition still. You can't drink in a bar. Or no. Drink, can you drink in your home? You can drink in your home if you can buy it. So there's no bars. No. 
Wow. It's dry county. I, and so I traveled and I went to, uh, I was like, you know, a company uh, kind of thing. And uh, let's go to a bar. And they looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> like, dude, you get arrested. Like, what are you talking about? I'm 21. Yeah. And yeah, it's a dry county. So oh. I visited not too long ago. This was 2016. I went to South Carolina. So uh, a, a colleague in the in the business, he's uh, living in the city. I'm traveling through. I visited him and his family. So oh, let me take you to lunch. You know, we go down to lunch. I, and the waitress comes up. I said, let me get a beer. And she looked at me like, sir, you're not from here, are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, there's no beer on Sunday. I'm like, what? And then so I learned that on Sundays, places don't serve alcohol. Mm. I'm not used to that because I live in a city with fucking people that yeah. speak English. You know, yeah, it's just weird. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so yeah. we go to get a lot of this. Mm. We go to uh, Lynchburg, Tennessee. Okay. The only okay. thing in Lynchburg, Tennessee is the Jack Daniels distillery. It's one factory basically where they produce the jack daniels mm -hmm. okay it's huge it's the only one they distribute that to the world that's how much of jack daniels comes out of there yeah so there's a, a little community in that lynchburg tennessee it's like a little village and it's you know tourism and shit so we go to have lunch before we go on a tour of the jack daniels you know plant yeah and so i went in rome let me get a jack and a beer with my lunch yeah once again looked at me like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> it's a dry county so you have the biggest whiskey distillery in the world but you can't have any you, you, can't, have any. you can't have any you can't drink <laughs> that's funny it. and i didn't understand that i'm like i know yeah. what a dry county is through traveling and but if you didn't travel you wouldn't even understand that concept like it's still prohibition right you're not allowed to drink that's crazy it is crazy is in crazy. 2022 right i, I it's mine my mind is just I, it's hard to comprehend because like, <laughs> right. I won't live in a place that I can't drink. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. But isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. It's hard to understand. And, yeah. and so I went to the to the, the tour and you can drink there for uh, samples on the property because mm -hmm. you pay for it. And then I'm sure they're, you know, grease and palms of politicians. Somehow they get around it because you can do the sampling. Mm. And then on the end of the tour, you go through the gift shop, which that's where they try to sell you everything. And I bought four bottles for five hundred dollars mm. because they don't sell it in stores. Mm. You can only buy it oh, there. OK, they're like collector's items. maybe. Yeah. 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 So when in Rome, you know, you, you buy that shit. So you can buy it and you can take it to your house and drink it, I guess. But you can't mm. order it in a business or an establishment. Mm. I wonder why. The, well, that's the the fucking hillbilly laws out there that, uh, you know, dry. I, but a dry county. I mean, I've, I've experienced at least three times in my life. I've been in a dry county and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, this is so weird to me. Yeah. I mean, to this day, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I thought prohibition ended in the fucking 29 or 31 or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, I, I'm wondering why. I mean, these are old school politicians that they, they you know, I'm sure people are paying like, them they off just don't want, They just don't want drunk people out in public. Like, but what's There's the not even enough people in that place to make a difference. Um, I mean, even if they're drinking and yeah. they, they smash into a sign, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's not even any, like a lot of people, it's not a big city, yeah. but the, it's like a dry county. That, that's, I can't believe it still exists. I, I mean, I want to be a politician to just reverse these policies in a sense. It doesn't make sense yeah, I, in this day and age. But yet, like Texas, you know, it's illegal now to have an abortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were we back in the 50s? What happened there? And I'm all pro-choice, but yeah. this sounds like to have a, a, a law like that sounds kind of kind of cruel to women. I, I don't know what the argument was. I don't know how, I don't know how these people think and I don't know how they made the decision. A lot know. of money, money backing up the money backs up every law. Uh, yeah, I guess you so. Know, so there's enough people that say, yeah, let's make it illegal. But when you think about it, that's crazy. But it's funny because I think, I think the people that want abortion illegal, they're not getting pregnant. Of course not. They're old people. The, the people that do want abortion legal, 
they either have a loved one or they themselves might, you know, get into that situation, I think. Well, it is interesting, you know, and I'm taking it from a whole different perspective, but like, you know, I'm 50 turning 51. I talk to people that work for me, they're in their 20s and they constantly complain about the policies of sorts. And I say, look, it's the policy. We got to follow it. And they always say that's because you're old. And, and they say they say this like <laughs> yeah. and I go, look, I get it. I'm old. I said when my generation dies and I, I do say the people above me are older than me. Yeah. And these are the, the policies they have in place. But I said, look, someday they'll die. I will die off and you will be running the next generation. That's when your generation makes the changes that you feel are mm. unjust now. And we're talking certain policies of dress code and, t- you know, visible tattoos and piercings because yeah. they they really believe it should all like they have this this idea of everything should be free and you should be able to express yourself. Yeah. I lost an employee because she wants to express herself with makeup and hair and she can't do it where she works. Mm. So she quits. Mm. She'd rather be able to express herself. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. But I come from a different generation. I'm all about corporate policies and upholding the law in a sense a law of the land is our company policies and i'm so structured by that that i'm like i can't keep you and make let you express yourself because then everybody would express themselves oh, right, right. but it's so weird to me and i tell them i look look guys i'm done in five six years i'll be dead <laughs> you guys will run it and then you guys are the change of of when all, everyone above me is dead yeah. you guys are the next voice and then you'll make those changes but not now but then but then when they get older they're probably going to realize Oh, Bingo. this is why they had that policy, because when someone wants to express themselves, there's one yeah. person expressing themselves in a certain way. And then there's this other person that's expressing themselves to the extreme, which are scaring off the customers. That's right. And it's all profits. And, and, and so now yeah. my job's in jeopardy. I'm going to go back to the old right. policy. Well, that's what I'd like to think. And I don't know anymore, but I, I would believe that the younger generation, because they're so young and dumb, they don't get that wisdom until they're older and uh, then understand why there's policies yeah. in place to be begin with well it's because they're all they care about is themselves for now well they don't you know see I mean? the big picture they, they don't see the big picture they don't see right. it's not just affecting you it's affecting customers that want to come into this business absolutely or or it's affecting the way other employees interpret expressing themselves it's like the policy is probably so black and white that there can't be any variations because if they put a policy where well you can have your hair this way and your makeup this way which is the way you want but then when someone interprets it a different way that's way too extreme that even you think is crazy now we don't have a leg to stand on because the policy we put in place right. protects, protects everybody protects everybody right and that's so, why there's a policy but that's why there's a, this black right. and white policy that's really tamped down so that everyone basically can look the same well that's what a uniform is yeah. the same and i always i always use the example if you were to go into the military without even knowing anything about the military do you think you can show up in a skirt if you're a female no you gotta wear your fatigues right, right, right. i recently had somebody actually question this in my <laughs> business goes well you cannot not allow me to wear a skirt and I said, I can, because the uniform is this. Right. It's black pants, not a skirt. Yeah. And, the, and she said, but it's be, for my religious beliefs. Mm. I said, what religion pr- says you have to wear a skirt and not black pants? Yeah. You know, and blah, 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 blah. And I said, and she says, I'm going to sue. I mm. said, that's fine. All I'm doing is upholding the policy of the yeah. dress code. Yeah. You may sue and see what happens and we'll take it from there. Yeah. But my thing is, this is my problem is, 
if my company folded and said, oh, hire her, she could wear a skirt. Mm. My thing is, my problem is, why would anybody on my staff, first of all, say, well, I want to wear a skirt now, too. She can wear it. Oh, but that's for religious beliefs. You, you don't have a religious belief. And now now you're mistreating others. And the other thing is, the person with the skirt is, I can never counsel her because that person would say, you're... you're, uh, uh, kind of like picking on me kind of attitude like you're just yeah. writing me up for you're singling them out yeah yeah because you try to get rid of me for one thing and, you know what's the word I'm drawing a blank right now but uh, like targeting yeah, yeah. you know kind of targeting uh, and so anytime that person's in trouble they would say oh you're just doing this before my religious you know yeah. so you can never hire a person like that, that 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 does that you know that basically sues to get a job that's a minimum wage job because you can never counsel them yeah. because you're yeah. going to say oh you're only picking on me now because of this this and that you know I almost feel like some of them are just doing that to do that on purpose. Absolutely. Right. I, they're like, doing it. That's absolutely. That's the only goal. reason they that's went it. there because they found a place that's right. that doesn't let them wear skirts. So now this is the, this is where I'm going to target. Yeah. You know, if uh, they have a Jackie Childs in their back pocket. Right. You know, a good lawyer that's just going to fight it. And then they settle yeah. on everything. And it's like, it's unbelievable, man. But that's, you know, uh, that's a whole nother topic, man. Yeah. We'll get into that on the next. Looks like we're going to have to save that for the next episode. Yeah. No. And then we'll get the question of the day on the next one. Yeah, we'll do that later. All right. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Bye.